0: Welcome back to the Wheel Deal Podcast, powered by Underdog Sports NASCAR Edition. We are joined tonight by Jesse Awuji, um, NASCAR Xfinity Truck Series driver, and uh, really happy to have him on. Um, graduate of the Naval Academy. Um, I know, John, you're you're Yo, Navy, Bean, Army. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> nice. Josh, not nice. so happy. Uh, Army alum. <laughs> Good times. So Jesse, welcome to the show. We really appreciate you joining us uh, for a few to to just talk about uh, the the previous season and in uh, upcoming 2021. Um, so, look, you are a graduate of the Naval Academy. You went to Navy. You are free safety. Um, what what got you the bug to to drive, right? Because you weren't always a NASCAR fan growing up. Um, I, I think there was something that that might have triggered that for you. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I've always had a passion for cars and racing. And, uh, you know, growing up, um, yeah, I would watch some of the races on TV, but I wouldn't say I was like a huge NASCAR fan as a kid. Um, I was a big football fan. And football was like my first big uh, sport to really do and compete in. And growing up in Texas, you know, everyone knows that Texas high school football is like one of the biggest things ever. So, growing up, I, I played football in high school played all four years, and had this goal to go off to college and play college football. So I worked really hard in high school to, to even put myself in a position to actually get recruited. And finally, by my senior year in high school, I, got, I started getting recruited by the Naval Academy. Academy. Um, I took uh, the opportunity took, to go there, to go uh, there. because uh, it was a great, great one. one, You know, get be able to play for a great football team, team, be able to get a great I'm education, a great and, professor professor and then also, when I graduate, graduate, be able to serve as an officer in the United States Navy. So, really, really great stuff. Took that opportunity, went Graduated in 2010, uh, became a surface warfare officer, and while being a surface warfare officer since football wasn't, you know, part of my life anymore, I needed, like, that next um, exciting and the drill and rush type thing <clears throat> to do, and uh, that was cars and racing. I, I had this passion for cars. I loved racing. Uh, I wasn't in racing. I just wanted to just drive car- cars fast around tracks. I, would, I bought a Corvette, bought a Challenger, would take them to drag strips and road courses and and do track days. And after a few years of that, finally I just made a decision. I was like, you know what? Um, I feel like i got a little bit of skill in this. Why not try to take this to the next level? Why not try to be a pro driver? And I pulled my whiteboard off my wall and erased whatever I had on it and just wrote one big goal. And that was to become a professional race car driver. And that was in 2014, January, 2014. Right when I wrote that on my whiteboard, that was like the start of this journey and that's where everything began. And that was, you know, how I began really marching forward to try to make this a reality. You know, fast forward six years later from that point, you know, now getting the opportunity to race in the NASCAR Xfinity Series and Truck Series. So it's been a huge blessing and really cool and a lot of help along the way. Definitely not easy for sure. Still got a long way to go. I don't know everything yet. I don't have everything yet. I haven't, like, you know, accomplished everything I want to accomplish yet. But, you know, we're making things happen. Instead of sitting on the sidelines, we're out there making it happen.
2: It's awesome, man. It's awesome. As a fellow surface surface warrior, awesome, man. It's awesome. Glad to see you doing something with it. Um, so you know, I, I, I see your uh, you got your, uh, your 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 Corvette. So a couple of weeks ago, I got the opportunity to see Alex Alex Bowman's Corvette at Leedus and Cars. My uh, question up. to you is, do you think you can beat him in a maybe in a in a little drift comp?
1: <laughs> drift comp. Uh, you know, when I get these, I got I got a few little mods I'm throwing to the Corvette here soon, in about a week. Um, basically, yeah, I have an angle kit currently on it. It's just a knuckle, but um, yeah. I'm actually going to get the controlling arm, so like the upper and lower, and right. <clears throat> different tie rods and all that stuff to get me a lot more angle. Once I got that on there, I mean, I, I'll, I'll go toe, toe, toe to toe with them any day. So, <laughs> see. so I've seen uh,
0: I've seen Alex Bowman drift. He's not that good. I've seen you do it. I've seen him do it. You got him beat. <laughs> <laughs> now, straight straight straight
1: line straight speed. Line. I don't know. Yeah, he has a lot yeah. more power than me. I think he has, he has yeah. like I w I don't know how much his power his drift power it. has, but I know he has some crazy Z R one that's like nine hundred thousand horsepower, or something crazy. <laughs> straight motorsports yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: no, what right. happens when you got Hendrick Motorsports under your uh <laughs> under your hood.
1: Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you got the Corvette, you got the Z06, that's your baby. Um see so, I see you have a GTR too um straight out of uh straight out of fast and the furious that uh what was Mm -hmm. it the second movie that uh that car that paul walker drove that that Uh, thing is
1: r34 gtr yeah so i got an r32 gtr so i have the original godzilla gtr all-wheel drive rb26 motor 2.6 liter twin turbo which is actually i'm pulling the twin turbos out they're actually out already and throwing a big single turbo in there, thing's gonna make a lot of power. I'm actually building a car to handle a thousand horsepower plus, so it's gonna be a beast when it gets out of the shop here pretty soon, and, and nice. it potentially could be faster than the Corvette. So, <laughs> we'll see.
0: that's sweet. Dude, those so, Nissan's? Uh, they uh they pull some they pull some they pull some weight. They're uh they're they're quiet ninjas for sure.
3: Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, Josh, out, of, uh, out of all the tracks you've been to so far on the NASCAR circuit, like what's what's the one that pops out that you every year you look forward to going to?
1: Um, you know, I like Sonoma a lot. Um, I haven't ran it in a couple of years now just because, you know, I, I, once I'm doing it to trucks and Xfinity, <clears throat> they don't run there. But um, I look forward to eventually, you know, running there again, eventually one day in Cup. And I love that track. It's fun, really fun road course. I uh, wish it was a little bit cooler outside when we run it, but a uh, really fun place to go. <laughs> Um, other places that I like a lot um, I really had a lot of fun in the truck in Michigan a lot um, Michigan has been a fun place so far Pocono is also also always pretty cool um, a beautiful place uh, Road America I mean I've run it only once now but man that is a really cool place so I like that track a lot and um, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park was great uh, and uh, Bristol was a cool place to race at when I did that in the k series and uh, some other tracks. There's a lot of cool ones. A lot, every every track has their own unique um, touch to it. So I like a lot of different tracks. Kansas is fun. I like Kansas a lot. Actually, multi group. It's it's cool, especially in the in the in the, so fall. the fall. So did yeah, I read dirt. somewhere
2: you have you have dirt experience? Is that correct?
1: I have what experience?
2: Dirt experience on dirt. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in 2015, 2016, and in, in 2017, um, in the winters, I would go race outlaw cards. So Outlaw carts, you know, they're basically uh, a little mini sprint car that's a go-kart. If you turn a sprint car into a go-kart, that's basically what it is. A lot of power, not much weight, and really, really fast. And they pull wheelies. um, They're pretty crazy, yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah, imagine being on dirt in a go-kart and pulling like a two-foot wheelie and running it all the way down the straight. Like, I mean, you could, you could literally do that. It is crazy because, yeah. I mean, these, these are they're go-karts that, with you in it, you know, weigh 400-something pounds or whatever. And then all of a sudden, these things are making 100, 120 horsepower. I mean, that's what a Miata makes, you know, when you're putting in a go-kart. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know, a, Miata, a Miata weighs three times as much.
1: So yeah. <clears throat> I,
2: I guess the reason why I ask the question is, so what's your opinion on taking trucks or, or the speedy cars to Bristol and running the Coliseum in dirt? I think that's going to work out.
1: It's going to be interesting. One, it's a lot of banking. So, um, I mean, the speeds that people are going to be able to throw it in the corners, I mean, you're going to be able to really throw it in there. I mean, you know, Eldora, Eldora has some decent banking, but not, you know, not Bristol banking. And and when you get to Bristol, I mean, literally, I mean, you're going to just stab it, th- throw. I mean, just throw it into the corner. And, you're, and the banking is just going to carry you every time. So it's going to be very interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of slide jobs because of that. Those people know. You know, you'll never get to the wall. Just throw it in there. It'll slide up, and eventually it will catch, and boom, write it down. So it's going to be interesting. Um, the sucky part is um, when there are wrecks, because that will happen. It's just dirt racing. Um, you, in Bristol, on asphalt, you have nowhere to go. On dirt, it's a lot more hard to control to get out of the way. It's going to get a little bit messy. So, so um, n- yeah, so the car, just, just know whatever vehicle you bring has a 50% chance of being a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: so so now I'm going to ask you for your way too early prediction. Who wins Bristol Dirt
1: Cup Cup track? Um, Alfred, oh. On the Cup side, um, I think Kyle Larson would probably have the best bet out of anyone. Uh, but there's other good, you know, Dirt guys, too. I mean, uh, I think Alex Bowman will probably do well. Um, Chase Elliott, I think, could do well. Uh, Bale. Uh, uh, Definitely um, Bale. You said for who? Bale.
0: Oh, Christopher ben, yeah,
1: Christopher Bell. Yeah, Christopher Bell. I'm, I'm forgetting him, yeah. him. Um, and there's a lot of other good guys, too, that, you know, have some dirt experience that people don't really know. Um, he, Ryan Newman, you know, he would, I think, he would do really well. There's a lot of good people. It will be interesting to see. But at the end of the day, you know, these drivers, they're good at just driving, period. So, you know, just because they might not have a ton of dirt experience, they're just, they're going to be good anyways. Like, they're just good. I've, I've learned that over the last few years. Like, don't count them out. You know, people used to tell me, oh, yeah, You know, when when NASCAR goes to road courses, like, you know, all the drivers who, you know, used to running over are not good at road coursing. And no, they just, they're still good drivers. They just figure it out. (laughs) You know, it doesn't doesn't take that long.
0: So speaking of road courses, so you mentioned three road courses that you liked out of like five or six tracks that you mentioned. Um, One thing I noticed, both your truck debut and your Xfinity debut were both on a road course. So with the trucks, yeah. it was Canadian Motorsports Park. With Xfinity, it was Road America, which actually I saw that race. Um, so are you? is that something that you like? Are you a road course um, aficionado? Is that kind of your um, style?
1: I mean, I, I like road courses a lot. I think they're fun. Um, the, the reason why I started on the road courses didn't really have anything to do with because I like them more. Um, it's more of just because um, NASCAR has a certain approval uh, process of, you know letting you move up the ranks so when you get into a series a lot of times like especially if you don't have a lot of experience they'll make you like start on the start road, course on a road course and then go run a uh, short track and then from there go run an intermediate track before they even approve you to run okay. like a super speedway so um you know jump like jumping into Xfinity if I would have said hey I'm gonna go run Daytona," they, they, they wouldn't let me them. like they would have been like no you got to go run a short track or a road course or something first then intermediate okay. And maybe run a few of those before they even approve me to run a, Day- a Daytona or a Talladega,
0: which makes uh, sense because if you think about it, any 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 lower series that you would have run, whether it's ARCA or K and N, you know that's what you would have would have touched on was either a road course or a short track. So, mm-hmm. you know those 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 series don't really touch on Daytona too much.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, there's some people they let? you know jump from a lower series to a bigger series and and jump and into some big, jump in bigger tracks some track. sometimes it just depends on experience like you know like if somebody like a really good uh really good um, um late mall driver like Bubba Pollard or something like that you know he has tons of late mall experience been racing for years has tons of experience he'd be some guy that he could probably be like hey you know I want to go run an intermediate track in an extended and they probably approve just because. The has been driving since, you know, he was born, right. you know, but whereas some of the people who maybe not done, don't have as much experience, they would want to kind of baby him through it. So okay.
3: well, That actually happened this year in Cup, I believe. Uh, I think it was, uh, it was James Davison, I think, with Rick Ware. Oh, they, yeah, he, yeah, he wanted, yeah. He wanted to go to Talladega, and they they,
1: they, they did. Will, they did
3: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, there's an approval process for the whole thing. So yeah, that's what some of the fans don't know. Like, there's a process to actually right. being able to run and um to get approved to move up and do all that stuff and and then when you do <clears throat> get approved to move up to a certain level um you can't screw it up like like you know nascar basically tells you like hey you know they'd rather you like be a little bit slower and just finish the race than go try to you know send it on the first lap and then wreck or something and cause an issue because then they'll like de-approve you so you gotta it's like you're walking on eggshells for your first few races
2: so basically you gotta get your PQS signed off. Is that what you're
1: saying? It literally you gotta get your PQS signed off and you can't do anything <laughs> to screw it up on the way. So it's tough. It's tough. Like for somebody like me, you know, jumping in Xfinity my first race, you know, like going to Road America is not an easy track and it was raining. I was like doing everything in my power. Like, don't don't like don't be that guy. Don't 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 get stuck in the mud out there. Don't wreck. Don't hit anything. Don't nothing. Just go out and finish. And you know, you gotta kinda do that at first. And once you know, you know, things blow, blow by and everything's all good and you've been finishing races, then you could start going a lot harder and, and and fighting for position and things like that.
2: That's awesome.
1: So of the series that you've run
0: so far, you've run a lot. I mean you've 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 touched on ARCA, you've touched KN East and West. Um, what uh which ones did you, did you feel like you got the most experience in and really cut your teeth the best with?
1: Um I would say in the K&N series, I probably got the most experience. I mean, I ran I ran two and a half years or so there. Yeah, two right. and a half years. Um, ran a lot of races there. I think I ran total um, probably 30-something, almost 40, 40 races in the K&N series between West and East. So um, learned a lot there. Learned a lot with short tracks. Got a lot of laps in. Um, you know, In practices, I would run so many laps. I had practices where I would run like 100 laps in practice. <laughs> so um, oh, you know, learned sorry. learned a lot. But uh, it, it helped me, you know, gain some experience before jumping into the stuff I've been to, because, you know, unlike everybody else, everybody else had been racing late models for years and, and legends and all that stuff. I never ran all that stuff. I ran late models for, I ran like five or six late model races before I jumped into a K&N race. So yeah. um, I didn't have a ton of experience. So I needed all that time in K&N for those couple, two, two and a half years to really, you know, figure out what I was doing. Nice.
2: All right, so uh, what's your plans for our next year? What do you got going on? Anything, anything we should know about? Yeah, That's so
1: kind of awesome. next year uh, the goal is to you know continue to run Xfinity stuff, um, trying to get as much experience there as possible. Uh, you know, it is going to take just once again, you know, money, sponsorship, all that stuff. That's a big part of it. You know, in order to get on track, you got to make sure it's funded somehow, some way, whether it comes out of your pocket or it comes out of the sponsor's pocket. Uh, somehow, some way, someone has to you know front the money. So. You know, putting together the right partnerships, authentic ones, is, is always key. Um, I, uh, you know, plan. I right now I got this esports tournament going on that's going to be happening here um, next week uh, on iRacing, and that's been pretty big. And we, I've been trying to grow that um, with my agent and my other partners that we have on board. Um, you know, we we're trying to grow the esports side of things in racing because we feel like um, that's the wave of the future. Like there, are more more and more people will be getting into sim racing. Is becoming more popular, it's, it's getting out there, being streamed, TV, all that stuff. So, I'm trying to grow that, to grow, grow that, my other grow businesses, other businesses too. too. Um, you know, wow. I have a trucking company, real estate investing business, I put on drag racing events. Um, I do a lot of other stuff outside of NASCAR. So, I'm trying to grow everything that I'm doing and just have an even better, you know, 2021 than I did 2020. So, uh, I didn't let the COVID stuff slow me down, you know, a lot. I mean, it slowed us down a little bit in the beginning of the year. But I mean, from there we were rocking and rolling, and we I think we capped off this year on a really really positive note on a lot of the business stuff I've been doing. So next year I want it to be even bigger and better.
2: Well, you know, like you said with the with the iRacing thing, I think the COVID probably helped you probably because uh, yeah. with it with it being front and center on NASCAR, you know, when, mm-hmm. when NASCAR went to run e-, e races, that really helped you know get the get the get that side of things out there. And you got a pretty sweet uh, setup I saw on your Instagram.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you. Want to tell us a little bit about your, uh, about your rig, what you got set up. Yeah, yeah. So I have a track racer TR8 set up. Um, that's the cockpit. Um, the wheels, pedals and shifter and all that stuff that I have is from uh, Fanatec. Um, I got their DD2 um, steering wheel base um, or what's it called? Yeah, direct drive base. <clears throat> which is very realistic so the direct drive basically that's where, where my steering wheel connects to and that direct drive system has all these gears in it and it's really heavy i think that thing weighs like 20 30 pounds and it's so strong i mean like if you're in the like if you're on the sim and you like hit something you gotta like let go of the steering wheel it could like almost break your wrist if you really wanted to it's like really really powerful um so anyway to have that. Um, and then I have VR. I use my Oculus for VR because okay. that gives me a more realistic feel. Because anywhere you look inside the car, you you can see it. And it feels like that you're in the real race car. So I like that a lot. And, um, yeah, I mean, I train on my sim, you know, usually about two hours a day, um, every single day. In fact, um, here after this, I'm probably going to jump on the sim and, and knock out my two hours.
3: Good. Nice. nice, That's awesome, man. Good.
2: So would you say yeah, so?
0: so? So that's interesting. So one thing that so with the Oculus, I just want to touch on that a little bit more. Um, you, didn't, you don't really see too many guys running running the um, the virtual um, headgear. Uh, is that like a is that like a newer thing, or or is the technology that good now that, that I mean, even um, with um, even with the cop guys when they were running the e racing um, during during the break, um, I didn't see any of them with a headset on.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't run it. Why? I don't know why. Um, I know my version of it, which is like the older versions, um, uh was a little complicated getting it set up. And there's all these wires and cords and all that stuff. And it's a little bit, it can be a little bit annoying sometimes. Um the The three screen setup is like simplest way to one of the simpler ways to do things. People like that. People do the three screen or one screen in front of them. Uh, For me, I just wanted the most realistic feel, and I feel like the VR was the way to go. Ever since I tried it five years ago, the first the first Oculus Rift that came out, I I fell in love with it. I was like, "This is how I need to train. This is going to give me the best training I could I can get." So um, I invested in it, got one, and uh, it's been great. Yeah, I've not heard of
3: that, but that does sound – that sounds really cool, man, the fact that you can look around on it. I mean, I I would prefer that if I was training – if I was using it to get prepared for races, that's what I would want to use. Yeah, you can
1: look all all the way around. I mean, you are – when you put the Oculus Rift on, when you put it on, I mean, it's like putting on a helmet in a race car. Everywhere you look and you're in the car, if I turn back and look back, I see the back of the car. If I look down, I see legs. I I look to the left. I see my – in the pits, I see my pit crew. You know, I can, I mean, you can look everywhere. So, um, it's just, it just makes you feel like you're in it. You're actually in the real race car. And that's what I want. I want the realistic feel. And that sounds like more fun anyways. (laughs) It is. It is. It is. So,
2: so, you know, we've asked the other cup drivers we've had on, or well, other NASCAR drivers, would you say that the iRacing is about as close as you can actually get without putting on a Hans device and doing it for real?
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's about as close as you can get. The dynamics are very, very close. Um, you know whether it's road courses or oval I feel it's close now um, tire the tire model and how they got it going um, I think there's still ways to go and working on that to really get that to be super super close Um, but uh, you know it still gives you a decent feel you You mean the fall off well some some of the fall off but then um, just sometimes how almost uh, a lot of people complain uh, the tires on iRacing are like driving on ice you know like that's sometimes what it feels like but you got to train your mind to drive it on iRacing like it, it's different than real life because you're not getting the same feel as you are in real life which is telling your your body your muscle memory to do certain thing you're not getting that on iRacing because you're you're driving virtually so you got to train your mind to to understand that so that you can still drive it like a real like real life so it's just you know taking getting used to it's not easy but um you know iRacing was never meant to be easy
2: Right now, would you say the breaking points translate well from one tr- from from the real track to the iRacing track, or would you say it's a little?
1: Different? No, no breaking points. That, that that all translates very well. I mean, I whatever I train on on iRacing, I use it in real life. On the breaking points, are very very close. Um wow. you know, and uh, like very very close. <laughs>
2: nice, awesome. All right, Greg.
1: Um,
0: all right, so. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, 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 so so Jesse, one thing, one thing to note. Um, and we can kind of end with it if you want. Um, one of the videos I, I was just kind of watching. This was a few months ago, actually. Um, I, I caught the video of you. Um, with it was it was the Make a Wish Foundation. Um, and, and I I want to touch on some of your charity work too with it too. So this is just kind of like a, a breakthrough into that. Um. That video with with Darren that you flew him out to California. I think it was California, right? I think you flew uh, him out
1: I, to California. Idaho at that time. Idaho.
0: Idaho, okay. Um, and you got him into a in, into an Arco K and N car and you yeah. had the fire suit, the helmet, everything. You just you treated him like gold and I just thought that was just amazing to bring out him and his family. You know, his wish was to, you know, ride around in a stock car and and he spun some laps with him. And I just thought that was amazing. I, you were, you were so gentle with him and, and just, you know, accommodating. You, you sat him in the front seat. You started the engine. Um, how was that for you? Was that or, or like a rewarding uh, experience
1: for you? Um, yeah, yeah. no, Definitely was super rewarding. Um, really cool experience getting a chance to do that. And, that. and that's been one of the coolest things, honestly, that I've been able to do over the last five years in this whole racing journey. Was that experience and. Um, being able to do that for him you know he's no longer with us anymore you know he's in heaven with jesus and um you know but knowing that we, are, we got to do the cool things for him and and not just what we did for him a lot of people did a lot of cool things for him uh, it was really cool to have that happen and him be able to experience that stuff before he passed away so um you know it, it, it was just having this platform in nascar and being able to you know, be on TV, wait professionally, do all that stuff, all this, you know, no. we got to remember that there's other people out there who don't have the same opportunity, and what we can do to help them and elevate their life, we should always do it, and, you know, when I saw the situation, I, you know, jumped on it as quick as I could, and I was like, hey, we're going to make this happen for no matter what, and at that time, you know, I was lower on, um, you know, I, I was lower on uh, um, funding, I didn't have that much money, even now, I mean, today, I still don't have all the funding that we want, but, um, you know, back then, I definitely didn't have it, and I used money that was i needed for an upcoming race like i basically took what i was going to use for paint. i was going to buy three sets of tires for a race and i took um basically a set of tires worth of money to pay for that trip for his family to fly to idaho and um, we could do this for him
0: so all um, right that's what yeah, i was, was most just, impressed about i, I just I, I wanted to touch on that because i just thought that was an amazing gesture um it's not it's not like somebody from the cup series was doing that and bringing them out and you know they had you know funding from their team that they could, they could do that. You, you literally took money out of your pocket to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that was an amazing gesture. And so we'll, we'll move away from that. And so, you know, you're pretty, you're pretty heavily involved with the NASCAR Salutes program. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that, like what you guys got coming up next year for, um, for plans
1: for that? Yeah, NASCAR Salutes, uh, I've been doing stuff with them for really last few years now. And uh, what we've been able to do is basically bring uh, service members to tracks um, each track that we go to. So um, we've been able to bring usually uh, usually it's been about 10 or so people per track. And I give them like a VIP tour before the race, show them the insides and outs of the garage, uh, help let, let them meet some of the teams and drivers, things like that. And just, you know, bring them around the track. And because, you know. Uh, a NASCAR employee could do that and tour him around, but you know why not have the guy that is actually racing and uh, a service member be able to tour him around and give them you know a point of view from my vantage. And uh, it's been yeah. cool being able to do that for the service members. So uh, I get to see a lot of Army, Air Force, Navy folks, depending on where we're at um, in the country. And it's been cool supporting that whole uh, thing. So, um, uh, yeah, next year, uh, once we're able to get people back to the track again, in the and uh, we'll be probably kicking everything back off. And, uh, I look forward to being part of the whole NASCAR salutes thing again.
2: So, so, you know, I want to touch on something real quick. I was watching, I actually watched the, when you got promoted, uh, to, to, uh, the great lieutenant commander. And as a, as, as a former chief, I got to tell you, man, that was super awesome. And, uh, you know, that was, I've been promoted a few times, but never never by by Dale Jr. on the start-finish yeah. line, so I uh, <laughs> hit my hats off to you, sir. You definitely pulled it off.
0: Yeah, no,
1: no it was, uh, it was that's the know, grandest of all promotions.
0: promotions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, NBC, our folks at NBC let me know that yeah, we're going to yeah. do the whole thing and that Dale's going to be part of it, which is really cool. And then uh, what was even cooler was when he called me, uh, you know, just to talk to me about it, the whole thing. And I I didn't, I I didn't have his number when he called me, so yeah, I see a number from North Carolina calling me. I'm like, who's calling me? It's like 730 in the morning my time in California. California. Yeah, California. So like, I don't even know who's calling me. So I ignored it. All of a sudden I get a text. I'm like, it's from the same number. I'm like, who the heck is this? I look at it and it's like, hey, Jesse, call me back. This is Dale Jr. I'm like, oh, my God, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I call you back. How you doing, sir? <laughs> How fast did
0: you make? That phone call. Oh, I was on it.
1: I was on it quick. I was on it quick. <sighs> oh, that's that awesome, funny. Man. Like
0: you think they, you think that NBC could have? Well, I guess maybe they were trying to surprise you,
1: but <laughs> they surprised
2: me. Dude, literally,
1: I, I'm looking at my phone. It's like two missed calls. And I'm like, who's calling me? You know, and I was like, oh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's Dale Jr. You know, I got. It's I guess one like... of the most iconic
0: names <laughs> in the sport. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about, too, like um, your, your, your gig with NBC?
1: Yeah. So um, getting the opportunity to uh, be, be on the broadcast team with NBC has been cool. I uh, learned a lot. It is not easy um, being on camera live and having to get sit it. out a lot of information, stats, things like that, um, and, and, and connect with the audience. Um, For me, you know, I I wanted to be a little bit different than the rest of the broadcast team. I wanted to um, really uh, talk about, instead of talking about more play-by-play what's going on, I wanted to really talk about, like, stories of people um, in the series. And people sometimes, you know, maybe the broadcast um, doesn't always highlight because, you know, maybe they're not running up front all the time, but there's always these interesting stories about people. Um, And I wanted to highlight that stuff. I wanted to talk about driver feel what's going on, like what these drivers are going through and talk about elements of the race, the track that normally don't get highlighted. I wanted to bring all that stuff up because I just need for me, you know, sitting at home, what I would think of somebody who, you know, didn't know a lot about racing, starting to watch racing, like some of the questions I always had. And that's what I was thinking of. I was like, how can I touch on that stuff? Because there's so many people out there like that, you know, we take for granted, you know, we can sit here all day and talk about, oh yeah, he came in. This guy, um, you know, driver of whatever, came in for uh, a pit stop and, you know, took four tires fuel and did a wedge adjustment. Where, like, it's easy just to spit out like that. But, like, for the average fan, what is, what's a wedge adjustment? Like, what does that mean? You know, like, oh, he put a couple rounds in or he took a couple rounds out. What does that mean? What is that even doing? Like, why Like, why, why, why? am I getting that information? So, I want to think that way and, and be able to break things down that people could understand. You know, talk about tire wear, um, tracks, banking. Multi groove tracks. Why are they multi groove? What does that mean? Like, I want to break all that stuff down. I think I was able to accomplish it with the the five or six races that I did with them this year. It awesome. Okay, so so you'll be back with them next year, right? Um, that's a goal. That's a goal. We'll see how everything pans out. I got to figure out, you know, my racing schedule and everything else. And you know, I know NBC has been downsizing a lot recently, Um yeah. with all the COVID stuff. Um, uh, some people who have been there a long time have been let go, um, which sucks, but. Um, it's just you know how this year has been panning out I'm sure they'll they'll grab everybody back up eventually when everything gets back to normal Mm -hmm. but um, yeah we'll see we'll see what uh, next year holds well
0: it sounds like it's time for new blood (laughs) who knows knows? fresh fresh faces who are good in front of the camera you you seem like a natural in front of the camera so um, I I for one enjoyed um, watching you um, do some commentating and, and I hope you get to do it again more in the future
1: Yeah, no, most definitely. I'm looking forward to it. We should be able to do something, so um, it's a cool experience. Definitely a great learning experience, that's for sure. All
0: right, cool. Well, um, I don't know, Josh.
3: Do you have anything else? Anything else you want to ask? Or no, I I just. I mean, I I appreciate you uh, taking your time. I mean, I know you probably just got off work. It's probably you know you got stuff you want to do this evening, but taking your time out of your evening to to give us a chance just to ask you questions about NASCAR has been awesome, man. Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: And uh, you know, from the bottom of our hearts, man, thank you for your service and all you're still still doing with that. Um, You know, some of us have actually worn the worn the boots, and we understand. And uh, to be able to follow your dream while still doing the active duty thing—that's pretty awesome. So, um, kudos to you. Yeah, reserves even better. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah well, uh, no. you know, still, yeah, it's still, it's still awesome. So, uh, thank you, sir. We appreciate your time. And, uh, we look, hey, you know, maybe, maybe have you back on later on. We I mean, I really appreciate you coming by and, uh, yeah, giving the fans a really good deal. So, we'll be looking for you out there. And, uh, go Navy, beat Army,
1: go Navy, beat Army.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, really
1: week. appreciate
0: it. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All
2: right, but that's it. All
0: right, take-
2: Okay, well, we're good. And we're back. Pick him out. Oh, I, removed from the <laughs> call. I mean, his time was up. Well, uh, that was Jesse Woodie, everybody,
3: man. He was, wow. I mean, I want to speak on something before we talk about this. You know, the most that I've learned from us chatting with the guys we chatted with, you had Joey Gage, Chad Fenton, Jesse Little, now Jesse Widge. Dude, just hearing what they've, all that they've put in and all the all the work that they've put in it's it really i mean and i'm not knocking chase elliott i'm sure the dude's put in a lot of work and i'm not knocking dale jr i'm not knocking kyle book but a lot of them were handed their rides very early in their their age you know what i mean like you got jesse littles almost probably the same age as chase elliott still grinding trying to get where he wants to be
0: Grind is the word i was going to use Yeah.
2: But I will tell you, man, it's, uh, it's 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 refreshing to see that that kind of hustle still still out there,
3: though. Oh, yeah.
0: They're
3: all doing it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm it's, sure. It's, yeah. Oh. Jesse Woods is natural in front of the camera, though, man. Like, he, yeah. he knows. I've never, Out of all the people we chatted with, and I appreciate every one of them, he just, it was just, I mean, it felt like he knew what he was about to say before he even said it, you know? Yeah. He really he he did. Really
0: good. Yeah. Unlike us, I really, I really wish him the best in, in NASCAR because I like his personality. He's fresh. He's effervescent. He's. he's it would born. be great for the sport. He's a funny guy. He was a funny guy, man. I, I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed him. I, I hey, look, I, I've seen him with stuff that he's done. I, I'll fully admit. Look, I reached out to him desperately to try and get him on the sh- on the show because I felt like he was he was a guy that we really needed to talk to. Um, I'm glad that I did. Yeah, um, it worked out. It was awesome. Yeah. It, it's always good to try and talk to drivers in the offseason. <laughs> That's the one thing we
2: know, said. We know that we have some very, some very loyal fans, and um, you know, it, we, we try our best to, to bring as many drivers on as we can. We, we, we've been successful, and we've also failed. Dale Jr. still won't return our phone calls, Jesse, so kudos for you.
0: Asshole Chase Elliott will just not even. Yeah, Chase won't come on either. Hey, just Kyle so we Bush know, Josh. I reached she out to Kyle said, Bush. "Fuck you."
2: Kyle Busch said, "That's what Kyle Bush told me." I, I don't know. Well,
3: don't know. we've had a few. We've we've got we've got one that I, that's still in the works. He's just trying to find time. Uh, he's really busy right now. I'm gonna not gonna drop drop any names so I can get him scheduled up. Oh,
2: no.
3: Just going He just joined a new team, right. brand new right. full time team. So. Hopefully we can get him on eventually. Uh, he's a really good guy. His dad, his dad raced. Um
2: yeah, so does uncle, but his uncle's from the other side of the house.
3: Yeah, just just no Drop there. His uncle <laughs> also got a hot wife, but no, no big deal. He's agreed. Oh. He's a
2: great,
3: He's a great to come on. He just he's just he's just trying to find the right time, the right week, uh, leading up the season, I guess. Yeah. So, so interestingly enough, so. Speaking
0: of alums to the to the to the podcast, a um, little bit of news to to announce: Jesse Little will be driving, yeah, uh, seventy eight with. Uh, dang it! I'm just dropping it.
3: A- BJ McLeod Motorsports. BJ McLeod
0: Motorsports. I literally just watched the video and I have it typed out on my screen. My screen timed out, and I hate my phone right now.
3: Well, we just talked about it too before Jesse came on. Right. I think what I think what I think the great thing with Jesse Little right now with him doing this is. Is Matt Tift and BJ McLeod just started Live Fast Motorsports in the Cup Series? They got a, they got a charter. They're gonna be driving the seventy eight car. BJ McLeod's racing it full time this year, so this could be a great opportunity for Jesse Little if he can perform in that Xfinity ride. Because BJ McLeod, I think it's just a one year off thing. Maybe next year too. I I don't think he's this isn't his future. He he wants to be an owner. Him and Matt Tift are done driving. They want to be the owner. So this might be Jesse Little's way of getting into a cup, ride. Exactly. And, and even regardless of that, I didn't know. I was confused as shit why BJ McLeod and Matt Tiff were starting a team together. I was like, that's the most awkward combination I've ever seen. Like, no, I didn't know. BJ McLeod was actually Matt Tiff's driver coach in the early 2000s. In 2010 era, he was his driver coach. So that's where they created a bond at. And then when Matt Tiff got out of the sport because of his uh, his seizures he was having or his uh, – I think he had brain tumors, his tumor that he had. He, he's got a lot of medical conditions. That's, that got working in his brain like, hey, why well, don't I just start a cup team? Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. that's a big step. I mean, the dudes went from driving an Xfinity series and then driving half a year in cup to now owning his own cup team. Yeah. Right. We'll see how it goes.
2: Right. So, and I want to – I want to say something. Go ahead. Go
3: ahead. Well, uh, I was going to say before we
0: before we move too far away from the BJ McLeod thing. So, last three or four races, and I, I didn't want to jump on this too much with with Jesse on the phone because I didn't want to put him on the spot. Um, it, here's my not too early prediction. Like, look, the one one domino's fallen. They announced Chad Little was gonna was gonna drive the 78 for BJ Jesse. McLeod. Jesse, um, you said look, Chad. Jesse little. Yes. Sorry. Chad. That's his father. Darth Vader uh, slip of the tongue there. Um, Luke, I am your father. Chad, (laughs) I am your father. No, Jesse is. That was awkward. Anyway, awkward. (laughs) Um, uh, So Jesse little will drive for BJ McLeod motorsports in the 78. Um, Just so happens Jesse Iwuji, who we just spoke to, drove the 99 car for BJ McLeod racing. The last three or four races, three of four races at the end of the 2020 season. I know we couldn't speak on it because I we speak on obviously it. things going on. I had a very good um, sponsorship waiting in the wings with True Car Military. And, and I'm hoping that parlays into a full time ride. That would be pretty awesome. Or, it would
2: be nice to have the uh, World Deal podcast that's uh, that's uh, racing that's team that's to go best. on there.
0: Well, Jesse left NBM Motorsports. Um, and, and, JD. JD Motorsports. JD, sorry. Yes. I'm wondering, and Chad Fincham seems to be possibly out of a ride in the 13. I wonder if somehow Jesse Woodie gets in that ride. <gasps> no,
3: I'm, um, I'm pretty sure Chad's going to be back at NBM. You think so? Yeah. I- i would think i haven't heard anything i haven't seen anything about that I he's mean, actually he been really racing, done he's been racing go-karts locally here yeah. um yeah. in kings it's in King'sport. so i mean yeah cause he's in tennessee right yeah he, he's in he's from knoxville i don't know if he lives in knoxville still but he's uh Kingsport speedway he he was the, he was our track champion back in 15 and uh right. that was the first year i even started going there but uh he's been doing a lot of go-kart stuff there i I would think that he's back there. I I would. I wish from him, I wish he would try to get a maybe even drop back, maybe to a truck and get a decent more, you know, dude. The truck rides are filling up so quick right now, though. That's all crazy. All filling so up, so yeah. Man, Christian Ekas, let's talk about that, dude. Oh, my God. He performed well. I mean, great, but he's out. I well, mean, exactly, out. you know what, though? So I
2: was before I got on the show tonight. I was listening to Sirius XM. And they were talking about they were talking with the the new crew chief for John Nernimichek. and his name just slipped my mind. I can't think of it right now. But he he basically was talking about Kyle Busch and and Kyle Busch Motorsports and what their vision is. And I'll tell you, man, I have a lot more respect for for KBM. I'll say that um, those dudes are hungry and they're old and they're going to be one of those old school. We we'll come out here and just, just out there run you teams. They're not gonna beat you with pitch strategy and they're not gonna beat you. They're gonna beat you on the track.
3: And and I think Josh is right. I think
0: they're gonna beat you, you on know. the track and in the pits.
3: That's right. They're the bruisers. I'm telling you right now, man, John Hunter even I've not been more listen, I'm always excited to watch Kyle race in the truck. I know a lot of people don't enjoy it, you know, but when I see him when I see his List at the end of the year or the beginning of the year what he's going to race. Dude, I, that's the truck series races that I want to watch because, man, I'm mean, a fan of him in the Cup Series. and They all watch it. Dude, I'm a fan of his team in general. And I yeah, haven't. I last watch. year, I'll be honest with you, last year it fell off, man. I was not interested in Christian Eckers. I was not interested in Rafael Lazar. I, I don't know why. I just wasn't. Dude, this they year, though. They
1: were good They weren't good enough. Nah.
3: I'll be honest with you. This year, though, I'm 100% dedicated to every truck race because of John Hunter Dude, They're John Hunter Niemicek, that was – people have – we had a post. I don't remember which uh, – somebody – I think it was um, Commish made it about was it a demotion or was it a smart decision. Dude, he could have not done anything better for his career than drop down and win a truck championship. Right.
2: So that's kind of what, what I'm talking about was John Hunter Niemicek is basically betting on himself, right, because if he goes down to KBM. Or he he goes to the truck series. I, I don't even really call it going down because really you're not. No. You're, you're just in a different style of racing. What 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 basically what he was saying was you know give him give him two years, let him win a championship, or or, or show that he can compete hardcore. He'll get an Xfinity ride. A top tier Xfinity ride, like with
0: you know
3: probably I JGR. Would be, I would be honest with you if he succeeds in a Toyota truck, JGR is going to put his ass in. That's exactly the what Xfinity they're saying. Put
0: them in the eighteen. Yeah.
2: So, and that could be his launching pad right in the back end of the Cup Series, because he's
3: already proven he can hold his own in the Cup Series. I he mean, piggybacking better. off that, you know, you were talking about he's betting on himself. Somebody else is betting on himself right now. Is you the same person you just talked about in the eighteen? Daniel Hemmer.
2: Yeah. is
3: going. To, I mean, they're they're giving him. I did not think that he would. I, I'm. i He. He had a lot of bad luck with that eight car this year. There was a lot of situations he could. It was out of his control. I didn't see him landing a top ride like that, man. And that. For, for Gibbs to see – for Gibbs to give him that ride, listen, Hemrick don't have a whole lot of sponsorship. I don't feel like he didn't bring a whole lot to that table. So I'm thinking that they saw the talent in Hemrick, man. I think he – I think he yeah, gets the first Yeah, but first is JGR limit.
2: really committed to their Xfinity program the way they are like, to, their, to, to their cup program?
0: Not to the eight okay. car. Not to the eight car. The one, the seven, and the two, yeah. No,
3: he's talking about J- JGR. Are they committed. Oh, uh, you talk about, you about Junior Motorsports. Oh, Junior Motorsports is dedicated to like hell. Yeah, I, 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 think know. JG, I think JGR is too, to an extent. And I think this year you'll see a big difference. They're, they're bringing the back, the 54 car. And I, it's full-time this year. I don't know if y'all have heard, read but that. They're brands, now. Sitting, the 54 car is coming back. And it's going to have, from what I read, was uh, all-star drivers. So you know Kyle's going to race five races in it. I would think that Denny is going to race a couple races in it this year. Mm. And what I heard, I I can't remember. Somebody had said something about it. Martin Drex Jr. might possibly drop down and race some Xfinity races this year. Because if you think about it, that's extra freaking time right now. There's no qualifying. There's no practice at so many tracks. Why not use that? I know. know, That's brilliant. I'm surprised.
2: I know that we've talked about this multiple times but I really don't think NASCAR is going to go back to that three-day show that they've, they've been doing. I think they're going to stick to this, this one-day show shit. I don't like it, but I think it's what they're going to do.
0: They're you know? really still to do qualifying. They, can, I mean, they, they qualify. can still do qualifying. Do one yeah. practice. Instead of three practices, just do one practice.
2: Just give them, just give them an hour of practice, and then we do, we, do we qualify, and then we do we race.
0: Right. Do Qualifying and practice the same day. Practice for an hour, go qualify on Saturday. The Xfinity race, and then Sunday. Don't need the Friday shit. Don't qualify on Friday. Just qualify on Saturday. They need to qualify though. They need they need to show that they got the speed off the
3: truck. You know, you know something I didn't know either. We'll 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 transition into the Snowball Derby a little bit here. Um. I I knew I knew Rowdy had a lot of uh, money and stuff, but I Rowdy, uh,
1: what is it called? No,
3: no, I'm talking about uh, they do a lot of fab fab work. R- rowdy Manufacturing, dude. They had technically Rowdy Manufacturing. They have their own uh, Facebook page if you guys want to go to it. But they had five cars that they affected in the Snowball Derby. It wasn't just. It wasn't just the two that a KBM brought. Rowdy Manufacturing. man, Kyle's getting his hands in a lot of stuff to do with racing right now. That I didn't. Well, it was something I, I wasn't aware of. I guess.
2: I, I'll uh, say this, man. I know you don't want to hear this. It was talked about in our little chat or this morning. I think that you know you you probably only got about five or six more years of Kyle Busch.
3: Nah, ten. I think he already stated he wants to do ten. I don't know if he'll get to ten. I think you. I think you hit the nail on the head at the end of that. Maybe seven. I I don't see ten. I mean, unless unless listen. When Dale died, Dale Dale was fifty years old. You're not going to see that. You're not going to see that age in NASCAR anymore. Well, you are. I mean, you still have that now.
2: Well, you did with well. Jimmy was old. How old was Jimmy when he?
3: Dude, Jimmy's like forty-five. I mean, like
2: that's about the time.
3: Now, now, yeah, but here's the thing.
2: At what point does JGR say, "Hey, Kyle, man, you're going to have to go because I got all these these young bucks coming."
3: Whenever he stops winning, and we talked about this morning, I think he's going to have a rebound near this year. I mean, I think – I'm not spitting the facts anymore about it, but we talked about Dale this morning. 90 and 91 won nine races and four races and won the championship. And then in 92 won one race and only had 14 top fives. Well, Kyle only won one race this year and had 14 top fives. And then Dale went back-to-back. I'm not saying Kyle's going to go back-to-back. It's a different system now. But what I'm saying is, is throughout NASCAR's history, Darrell Waltrip has went through the same shit. Won a bunch of races one year and then had a down year. Richard Petty was up and down towards the end of his career. Tony Stewart, if we don't recall, had a down year and then he won the championship and won twelve.
0: Hell I mean he had a down year during that championship year.
2: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, man. It, I believe, Tony Stewart, I've uh, never heard
0: of him. These guys are streaky, man. Confidence is everything behind the wheel. It's, it's momentum, maybe it's momentum. It's all about the mo. So, well, and the whole process of the whole process I don't, I, I don't want to lose the fact of like the, what you were talking about with with Kyle, with like diversifying and like getting into a lot of other things. Um, it doesn't fall on deaf ears that Samantha Bush seems to be the driver behind all of that. Oh, she yeah. has a savvy mind and, and and i gotta tell you she's got a lot of philanthropy philanthropy um she's an impressive wife she's very involved and, and i think a lot of that between rowdy energy rowdy application, um all of that i that some of that's driven by her
3: I, I i do think that eventually when he does retire he said that he doesn't want to get it's a lot of money to get involved in but he, I think when he does call it quits, KBM goes full force. And I'm not saying that they, they, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying they, they moved his cup of, you know, right off the start, but they will have an Xfinity ride then, I think, yeah. eventually. Yeah. And then you'll I see. Think an then I think they have an Xfinity ride
0: before. I think they have an Xfinity ride before he, he retires. And
3: dude, it needs to happen for Toyota's sake. Cause right now, man, you've got five cars in Toyota. That's it. Besides, five I mean, cars. Yeah. five. Five Cup cars is what I'm saying. Plus, you got, you know, I think NBM is Toyota technically. Um, yeah.
1: But think, what I'm but saying I is there needs they, to
3: be another team like KBM in the Cup Series working with Joe Gibbs, not against them, working with them to really bring Toyota to where Chevy's well, at right now.
2: And I think that's going to happen when they switch to the, the, to the next-gen the, the next car. When the next-gen car comes, that levels the playing field. And it also – Creates a Pretty problem bad. for some of these older drivers because they're not used. They're it's 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 a different animal, right? So like like when the COT came out, right? It, it was a different animal.
0: So we saw some retirement around that time frame. Yeah, I don't
3: I don't think I th- I don't think Kyle, man. I think
0: not Kyle. Not Kyle. I think
3: Kurt I think Kurt, we got one Third more year. I think after after the he'll race one year with the next gen and and that'll probably be it for him. Uh, Harvick's probably on his last leg with the next gen, in my opinion. Um, Newman. Denny. You got Denny too. Newman. De- Denny, dude, I that's what's weird with Denny, man. I think I think he where it levels the playing field and they've got to buy new cars anyway with his car team, you know? I do think Denny, after this year, I don't know his contract status. I don't know that crap. But he's, I'm saying I think got, Denny goes two car team and races for
2: twenty three eleven
3: so, by himself with with well, Bubba. You know. I,
2: and I I could be wrong, but I don't, and I can't Google it right now. I I really think he's got one more year because that's kind of what the rumor was about him going to Hendrick. You know, was it, well he's got one more year and he can switch over and No,
0: he's. I think some, it's that, got at that's, least two more years left. Yeah. So what's interesting is is you bring up that point and that opens the door. So if Denny runs two more years, next year being his last year with, with maybe JDR. Who comes up, who comes up, underneath, up underneath, that? underneath that? Daniel
3: Hammer? Daniel If if he has a good year, yeah. But if John Brandon if Brandon Jones comes out and wins a couple more races this year, like he did. Last, dude, he straight out beat Kyle Bush at Phoenix last year. I don't know if y'all remember that.
0: Yeah.
3: So, I mean, there's been a rumor he don't have talent and people talk about it. I mean, but he beat Kyle Bush at Phoenix. That's pretty, I mean, it's a pretty good damn thing for his resume. The, my biggest thing that I've looked back at, and I've tried to look at a lot of Bush series stats in the 90s and, and 80s. We're in a great era for the sport right now. There is so, we're, it's, an, it's actually an issue. There is so much damn talent in the Cup huge, or the Xfinity huge. and Truck Series right now. And even ARCA. You look at all the talent that's there. There's not that many Cup rides that there used to be back then. You had a 40-some no. man field. You don't have that now. So, it's getting to the point to where Xfinity is going to be. You're, you're not going to be one and done in Xfinity. You're going you're gonna to sit there for a while and have to tone in your, your ability, which is good. Great then, about series. Because we have – there's also so many young people in the cup right now, man. You look – Chase just won the freaking championship, and he's 24. I mean, Ron Blaney's, a, Ron Blaney's a contender every year, and look at his age. I mean, there, Chase Briscoe's rookie, Cole Custer's rookie. I mean, there's Christopher Bell's young. There's so much talent right now that it's it's unfathomable. All
0: right. All right. It's going to turn it into, like, the Xfinity is going to be the mini-cup series. because I mean, it's almost like that this season with all the talent that's sitting there. Now you got Briscoe leaving, but you, you still have Gregson. I mean, what the hell happens with Gregson next? Like after next season?
3: I'm telling you, well, man. You were <laughs> talking about Denny. <laughs> nowhere,
0: well, nowhere for you
2: anyone who's Yeah, talking know. about Denny leaving. I'll
3: tell you i tell you what's gonna happen. Jenny, Noah's going to a Toyota in the Cup Series if, if, no. if it opens up. Noah's going to the damn to
2: Hendrick, and one of them two, either either well, not Bowman now, but 24, either 24
3: or 48.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, he won't go to the forty-eight.
2: He'll be he'll Don't be the twenty-four.
0: Tell. Yeah. If
2: Byron, does, not, if Byron, if Byron doesn't,
0: back. if Byron doesn't doesn't do Byron, something, with Byron better make the, the, the at least. Is Byron on a one-year wins. deal now? Is this it? This is his. Yeah, they have not they extended him this next season.
3: That's it. It's a one-year deal. Gregson, man, I'm telling you, dude, I got a lot of, I got a lot of hope. I, I feel like. He's he's still got a lot to learn, and I think this year in Xfinity will help him, but he struggled a little bit last year wrecking his own teammates a lot. I don't know what the deal was with that shit, but. Well, well, then he's he's probably aligned to go race for Penske. Yeah, he might take Brad's spot.
0: Who knows? He'll pull the trifecta. He'll go Toyota Trucks, Chevy, Xfinity, Ford,
3: Ford. and Cup. Dude, next year's silly season's not going to be any –
0: um, no, it's gonna be way worse.
3: It's yeah, it's Before a ride, you got when you you already got Sandrick's twenty twenty one. Taking, taking the twenty one. Where's Matty D going? Does he oh, draw next year back to a, a top ride in Xfinity? Unless he
0: unless he goes gangbusters and finds another Ford ride. I mean, he doesn't have to stay with Ford either. He's not a he's not locked in with them.
3: No, nah, he's done what he's done. Toyota. He's done Toyota. Yeah, I don't think he's he done do them all. Day. He's done them all. Ty Dillon's one that we haven't talked about that I've not heard any news on, and I've not even heard any rumors. I, uh, I don't because, know. Uh, because
2: because it just pop feels pop- awkward pop- to, bring the, uh, the pop- pop- to bring out the 31.
3: I don't think. I, I, think, he'll go, I think they bring the three out. Xfinity is what I was thinking. They, they bring it back, and he runs it three in Xfinity full-time. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I, all I
0: know is I'm spent from that interview.
3: listen man that was probably i mean i love every guy that we've had on the podcast but that jesse's just so uh he was so involved um he he had he had an answer so quick for everything that we had um one one i do i do want to i do want to touch on jesse little and try to get him back (laughs) on now i i I, that would be something that i'm really interested he he did have a great interview it was very informative if you guys remember he was and maybe we can get him video footage this time instead of, uh, him talking outside, but, uh, we I mean, might, we might be in you contact. Just wanna with him.
0: Get, you just want to get Cole Coster on. That's what, that's the whole reason behind
3: well, it. I'm, nah, I just, <laughs> He's got too many, uh, that's what Jesse was saying, man. Every time we talk, I talked to him about it, like, uh, right after the podcast, he's just, Cole's got so much stuff going on, man. I mean, to get, to get him on would be, uh, be a real challenge. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: just be like go play world of warcraft with Jesse. Oh, we're going to do a podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing, man. I and mean, I'm not look, we we don't tout ourselves as as a as a top tier NASCAR podcast. Uh-huh. Right? So, uh-huh. we don't get top tier NASCAR drivers. Shut your mouth. Shut your
3: mouth. But listen Toby Christie, if you're listening, we need to be on your list next year for top podcasts for NASCAR. We
2: do Toby Christie, and that's bullshit you kept us
3: off. I sent I sent him an email and everything, buddy. Come on. You got to do this.
0: Toby Christie, you—that's you, shitty, bro. I'm gonna send him this podcast minus what Yo. you just said.
2: <laughs> cut, cut <laughs> I'm gonna out.
0: cut the end out. I be like Toby so Christie. As soon as, as, Christy, so as,
3: as, soon as Jesse Wujci finishes, you just you just talk about Kyle Busch thing not, and cut it off. I'm not toting their uh, knowledge of the sport, man. But everybody we've interviewed is—I feel like they they do respect the fact we we, we we're we're, we're stat wise knowledgeable about the sport, especially the follow you know the year before i mean we know we we watch every race we know yeah. what happens we know what's going on we keep it we're very we ain't never going to be on Dale Jr's level on uh the history of the sport but i feel like all three of our heads together are pretty good with the history of the sport
0: yeah well we've been watching our entire life we we've yeah. owned this moment i
2: mean i've i've trained my whole life for this shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So, All right. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Or? Uh, I just want
2: to give a quick shout out. Uh, Aaron's doing well, so we hope to see him back soon. Now he's back to working, but uh, at least we know he's healthy and he's he's, he's over the COVID.
0: Well, the problem um, is now he's working to make up for the fact that he, everyone,
2: he else, the yeah, it, yeah,
0: everyone else, yeah, in his shift has COVID <laughs> now after he had it, and now he's covering their asses after they covered his asses. So, so uh,
2: we're. we're we're, he's still on our Thoughts and Pairs, but I'm glad to see he's on the road to recovery. Josh, I'm glad your internet didn't uh, shit on you tonight, man. That's awesome.
0: Uh, I right. have something I need to bring up after last week. Snowball that, Derby? Well, okay, so let's talk about the Snowball Derby. First <laughs> of all, look. Uh,
3: kudos to Majeski.
0: Kudos to Ty Majeski on, on a fantastically run race. They, they tuned on that car the entire race. And they dialed it in. He was good all race. He killed it. Um first of all, I went from I went it's not the finish I wanted, but third place is pretty damn good. Damn good. Dude, yeah. Um, uh, dude, dude, uh, uh, he, 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 he had not run he had not run, had run. Had not run a, a super late model in a while. And and the bodies changed. It was different. Um Kyle ran a fantastic race. I don't know what they did. They made a change towards the end of the race. Josh, I don't know if you watched or saw anything at all. Yeah, you know, so, I watched uh, the last race. Really good. He got up to second at one point and was running really well. And then, and then the car, car fell off. I don't know what happened. Kyle was running really well. He was, he was up there and hungry. Kyle qualified well. Chase didn't fucking qualify. and had to run the LCQ to get into the fucking race, which was sort of embarrassing at first. And I was like, please just show out. Like so, he won. He won. He won the LCQ on Saturday to get into the show. And oh, by the way, your your winnings is to start thirty first. Thirty first. Dude balled Randy out. Quick, dude balled out and came up. Got in. I was. I was. I was impressed. All right. So they're on. So Chase is on to uh, Millville Speedway, in, uh, I think it's South Carolina this weekend to 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 get some dirt experience. He's never run a goddamn midget car before, so this should be fucking interesting. Hopefully it isn't flip the car. Um, yeah. So
3: we have, I want to pick y'all's brains on that though. I want to pick your brains. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The snowflake 100. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. Let's talk
3: about what, what, what's the opinions on the finish there? Do you think that Nancy really No,
0: nasty? I I was, that was reputational. So, all right, let let me set this up. So, so Nasty, last lap, um, drove it in, drove it into turn three. He sent it. Um, it was very uh, Dale Dale Lavani esque of this. It was, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't esque. It was a mirror fucking image. Yes. Uh, got in the back bumper of Bubba Pollard. Um, I wouldn't say he dumped him, and I've seen dumps, and that was not a dump. He got him loose. And Bubba lost the control of the car. Rage quit. And, no, not, well, that, not Bubba, yeah. that, was on the, that was in the Snowball Derby oh. later. No, Bubba Pollard was leading on the last lap. What's Nassie's first name? I don't, I don't care. Steven, well, St- Steven Nassie. So, Steven Nassie, who's, who's, who's a very accomplished, supermodified driver. Um, so, you got two guys battling it out. First of all, I don't know why they're in the Snowflake Derby in the first place, because that should be, like, for, for the lower tier guys. Anyways. So, Nassi gets into the back of Bubba Pollard, last lap, going for the win, full send. Um, I, I wouldn't say at all he dumped him, didn't dump him. It was a bump and run. Bubba Pollard didn't keep control of his car, spun out, and they disqualified Nassi.
3: For, for reckless driving. Aggressive driving. Uh, On oh, a racetrack? Yeah. Aggressive yeah. driving is what they call it.
0: Should try and find the video, John. It was it was pretty it was pretty terrible.
3: The like, like, third uh, third place they gave the win to third place was was uh,
0: Davidson, I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember his like, his uh, name. Guy. Anyways, it was more important than two guys. So it,
3: so it truly was a Snowflake One Hundred.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: But what it was was nasty. Nasty has a has a very uh, yeah his reputation he has, he has a reputation for doing this. I mean he's. From what I've been, I haven't been to a lot of his races, but somebody was telling me he's been in a lot of altercations after races, uh, wrecking people, fights, and it's just, I think they looked at that and was like, well, if it if if it would have been reversed and Bubba would have done it, I don't know if they'd have it. No. I mean, I just I don't so know. So wait, so, wait a minute.
2: So, what you're saying is you have a driver who's known for being aggressive and for being kind of an ass. Spun somebody out
3: to win a race? Huh. I'm saying familiar. I'm just saying if Kyle the same thing in the Cup series. If Kyle does it, he's probably gonna get penalized because they know they know what he was doing. If Chase comes up and bumps somebody like that and he he wins, yeah. they're probably not gonna take it because they know he's a clean driver. You know what I mean? They know it's not, they know, was it? not
0: intentional.
3: It was a race move, you know? Right. Oh, so right. it
2: could have been it could have been a mis a mis misjudgment.
3: <sighs> yeah, they didn't penalize him for that, so eat a dick.
2: They should have. But you know what? They did penalize him in the court of public opinion, and that's why this year's most popular most popular admin is, is my man, Greg Moore. Congratulations.
0: Oh, you got uh, – look, I was going to build up to that. You just fucking dropped the bomb, everything, man. <laughs> I was going to give Josh his kudos first for the
3: uh... – Dude, I'm the most – that's what's – listen, just for me to even be in second going against a Chase admin, and Greg, you put out great content. That, that has nothing to do with you being Chase admin. But just for me to even be up there in second meant a lot to me because every post I make, I have hate. It don't matter. It don't even matter if it has Kyle Bush on it. If it just has a picture of Chase Elliott eating a gold flake corn dog or something, you know what I get? Kyle Bush is a pussy. Bow to your queen 18. And I'm like, damn, dude, that had nothing to do. Bow you know,
0: you know, Greg, teeth. I got a t shirt idea.
3: I got a t shirt idea. Bow to your
2: queen.
0: Em,
2: embrace the hate.
3: Bounty or King 18 underneath it. I love it. Listen, man, no. I, I just, I just right. try to make people laugh at my shit. That's all I care about. So Josh, I, uh, I will fully
0: admit like your content is second to none on this page. Um, you get people going. That's the whole point of what we do. Um, I am a close second to that. I will fully admit cause I get, I get some shit going on as well. Um, I am not vanilla, as as you would think with a, with a Chase admin. I do stir the pot quite a bit. Um, I do want to thank everyone for the for the most popular admin award. Um, I know it, a lot of it has to do with being the admin for Chase Elliott and everyone just voting for him. Um, but that's besides the point. So Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the award that you won?
3: Dickhead of the day. What well, what what was it called? Like it that it was a. Uh...
0: Um, it was basically a reward for, for best content. I forget what the name yeah.
3: of the award was, but um... he did a great job at the awards, man. I have to admit that. Like just him and Jeremy getting together and, and doing that uh, yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Um, my award, man. I, I was just I was just happy to get one. He didn't, you, you know. Had the diamond award, didn't you? No, yeah, that, that was, uh... that was uh... no, that was uh. That was that more... Dan. Or Dan. No,
0: Dan got the diamond award. Basically, as like I well, like
3: true, uh, most valuable crew member, most valuable yes. crew members,
0: most, most valuable pit crew, yeah, yeah. okay, we go.
3: Yeah. Yeah. which right, is so, definitely a college award because it's a great pick crew. So,
0: I was going to touch on the whole award ceremony thing more, except for you today.
2: fired
1: your crew chief.
0: We'll, we'll go into it more next week. We'll, we'll, we'll um, we'll highlight the admins that, that won awards, um, last Thursday. I got a little sidetracked today with, with, with. Jesse Awuji being on. <laughs> uh, priorities here, people. Bring you drivers. Who gives a shit about yeah, the awards yeah. we win that we award to ourselves?
3: It's awesome, Gold though. star. Yeah.
0: We're
3: stars. cutting it all time, though, right here. We are. All right, yeah. so
0: uh, with that, wash your damn hands. Josh, Jarrett, John, John, take it away.
3: Yeah,
2: man, wash your damn hands, love your neighbor, don't be a dick. And remember, Joey Logano sucks. Y'all have a great
0: night. Something we can all fucking agree on. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Peace, guys. I love y'all.